Well, we're back. Uh, we were on Radio Silence this last week because we didn't, quite frankly, we didn't know what the show was going to be until maybe like earlier today. But anyways, I will lay it out for all of you. So, in honor of Kingsman, the Golden Circle coming out at the end of the month for our review for that, we've decided to dive in to a special genre. We're going to be talking about those secret agents in a little something we're calling Secret Agent Month, and to start it out, Troy has picked our first one, which is something. Um, God damn, we're going to be talking about the the hot hit from last year, Kevin Smith's James. true memoirs, James, Kevin James, <laughs> Kevin James, Kevin, yeah, Kevin James, his... Fucking smash hit. True memoirs of an assassin. International assassin, I guess. It's a fucking long title. I saw it. You can almost kind of tell what I think of it already, but we're going to talk about it still here on a very right-out-the-gate edition of the review. Review. God damn it, Troy. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes, one with possible food poisoning, give you our big, dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the poisoned extreme. I don't have food poisoning. <laughs> Today, we are going over the true memoirs of an international assassin by Kevin James. His, by his vehicle. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, by Kevin James. Directed, produced, <laughs> starring. Starred. You might as well have. <laughs> uh, we'll for get into our, it. For our Secret Agent Month, for Secret Agent September. Okay, fair enough. That. I like that. Secret September. I like that. Well, I like it. I like it. Uh, so yeah, all of our episodes this week are going over movies about secret agents or spies or somewhere along that line. Or international assassins. Apparently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are taking that first stop. With Kevin James and the International Science. All Troy's idea. We were in a pinch. <laughs> and because I stayed home from work today. You decided to torture yourself. I decided to torture myself. Possibly. Opinions to come later. Opinions may shock you. That's clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into what we thought of that, we should go over what happened in the news. Of course. Of course. Always a staple of the show. The it, news. It wouldn't be the show without the news. <laughs> the news, Joel. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence has come out, JT, saying on why she returned to the Dark or the X-Men series uh, for her last that's the last installment, X-Men. Dark Phoenix. No, no, no. She didn't say money, but it is money. <laughs> Her reasoning that she told to, I think, Variety or some publication, doesn't matter. Uh, she didn't want to have uh, her story, quote, Mystique's story, uh, go unfinished. And so for the fans, she was going to come back She's one gonna more time. She's going to pull Harrison Ford. Yeah. Just fucking kill me. <laughs> With that one finger up. Yep. Listen, you better kill me, you damn better it. fucking kill me. 
<laughs> Kylo Ren comes in and stabs her too. <laughs> so that was her reasoning. But I can only imagine they backed a dump truck up to her house and just poured yeah. checks. Not even money, just checks into her house. Checks. <laughs> they blank checked her like the kid. <laughs> From blank check. Yep. Just check it out. Like, in two weeks, she's going to have a mansion with a slide coming out of the top of it. If only. That's when you know you've really made it. There you go. We should do blank checks sometimes. Let's <laughs> see how that one holds up. <laughs> Bitch, it does. <laughs> uh, you excited about uh, seeing Mystique back for X-Men Dark Phoenix? We're depends. Not... Is it going to be good? I don't think so. I think we both <laughs> already agreed that this does not look any no. good. Even though I was a fan of some of the younger kids playing... Uh, the X-Men characters from, uh, what was the last one? Apocalypse? Yeah. I'm just not excited for this one at all. Bring back Apocalypse. Bring back Archangel. God. Let's move get on. them together. Come on. <laughs> uh, more on the X-Men train. X-Factor JT will be coming out uh, sometime next year. Okay. X-Pac. Uh, just incredible. That's right. <laughs> A train. <laughs> yep, that's right. Wrestling jokes. They always go over very well. X-Force uh, is being written and directed by Drew Goddard of Daredevil fame. Okay. And uh, something else. I can't remember what it was, but it's also good. Uh, the more I hear about X-Force, the more I think I'm into it, JT. Okay. Uh, it's going to be starring Cable and Deadpool. Oh, yeah. As well as some other mutants that I don't know who they are. I'm surprised this hasn't... Is this already gone into production? I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> I thought it was coming out next year. And I thought if it was, they would have to be starting I don't starting think it would be now. next year. I know the New Mutants one comes out next new year. New Mutants. That's what it is. Yeah. I've got them confused, JT. Okay. But X-Force, yes. I Drew think it'll be good. It'll... As long as he, they give him enough, like they don't like push it on him. Like I feel like they did with Defenders, because you know how much I love Defenders. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with a movie and with uh, a little more uh, other people around him, maybe I think it'll, it'll, it'll turn out good. Yeah, I want to see how Deadpool Two comes out and is received. Yeah, that'll probably put the stamp on what X Force might be. Yeah, I can see that. Um. So we'll see. The more I hear about it, though, the more I'm into it. So we'll see about that. Maybe not next year, because I thought it was New Mutants. <laughs> and it is not. It is not. New Mutants, though, next year. Next Check year. Check it out sometime. <laughs> Check out our review. <laughs> um, so, JT, uh, we were talking a little bit last week or the week before that uh, Disney coming out with their own streaming service. Yes. And we were talking about what's going to be happening with those Star Wars and Marvel movies. Yep. Are they going to be staying on Netflix? Nah. Nah. <laughs> You're right. Nah. <laughs> uh, came out officially that I think in 2019, possibly before, if they yep. get that streaming service out of the ground, off the ground, that Star Wars and the Marvel movies are all going to be off Netflix. Yep. All, all that new, All that news and more on a very special episode of <laughs> so uh it's kind of a shame because that that's if you're a fan of listen i think netflix has been in the news a lot lately yeah not for the better really 
Yeah, because the, like there's that article that came out like a month ago that says there's like 20 billion in debt or something oh, yeah. like that. Yep. Or 20 million. 20 billion is a lot of money. Was it 20 billion? Yeah, it was 20 billion. Damn. <laughs> damn, Netflix. You're too tall. God damn. You're too big now. God, God damn. <laughs> and now with Disney pulling all their stuff out of there. And I've heard uh, some other uh, production companies are also pulling this stuff out. Like Fox, I think, is pulling. A lot of yeah. TV stuff is leaving Netflix. Uh-oh. So, like, I know Netflix is, wants to do their own own stuff. Mm-hmm. But doing that... I. I think costs more than just licensing other um, studios stuff. You would think, right? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think I think producing uh, TV shows costs a little less than uh, costs less than um, actually um, renting it out because yeah. when you rent it out, then it's like a it's like a yearly or monthly type. Oh yeah, payment. Right. Whereas a production, it's. You produce it, and then that's it's then it's officially your property. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, I have a thing in what I've been watching that's from Netflix, and also today's review is something from Netflix. Yeah. Both of them drastically different <laughs> yes. in every way possible. Very much so. Uh, and so... Maybe that's good for Netflix or bad, but we'll get into that later once we get into the main review because that's a topic I want to bring up. Gotcha. Um, so anyway, yeah, Disney, it looks like everyone's going to be having to buy this Disney thing because oh, yeah. they run the world at they this do. point. They do. Uh, but I don't know. It depends. For me, it depends more on like their TV and like their original content because all that stuff I can just buy and I'll watch it on in, in that aspect. Like, it needs to be something where I'm, like, very tempted to want to get it. Yeah. Right. I don't know. We'll see. More on that as it develops, I suppose. Okay. Uh, JT Movie Pass. Back in the news once again. I actually got it this past week. Really? Yeah. Have you used it yet? No, I still, I still need to get the card in the mail. Great. Well, there may be a bit of a delay, JT. Okay. This is the news. Because of MoviePass dropping their uh, rate to $10 a month. Yeah. That uh, an influx of orders. Have, I'm sure there have been. <laughs> have come in, including such as yourself. Yes. Meaning that there is a two to three week delay on getting these cards out to their customers. That's fair enough. I can wait. Yeah, sure. Uh this wasn't a problem before when it was like $50 a month. Yeah. Because there was only a few hundred, maybe well, maybe a few thousand people using it at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But because of like the massive influx in this being in the news. Yeah. That like they can't keep up with production and they've already up production. Yeah. With all this stuff. Well, Once... they're also fair about it too because when I signed up for it, they said that the uh, they take the money out the minute you sign up, but they said they won't start... Uh... They won't start keeping track of charging you until after you get the card in the mail. Oh, right on. That's good. So you're not, like, waiting around for, like, three or four weeks being like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I've already paid for this twice and never got to use it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to have to tell me how that is. Like, me and Chelsea talked about it, but we don't think with having, like, an infant at home, it's, like, so hard to use it once yeah. a month. So, And we would have to use it. 
we'd have to have two cards, right? Yeah, it's only it's a only card one per, per person. Yeah. So twenty bucks a month is more than what we would spend on actually going to the theater. Roughly. Together? Yeah, because a movie like we usually catch like a matinee where it's like five bucks a ticket. Oh yeah. So ten bucks up for two people. Come on, JT. Right. Simple math. Fair enough. Simple math. Fair enough. Well, I got more. Right. <laughs> more news, JT. Uh, speaking of theater releases, yes, uh, such as movie pass, uh, Inhumans dropped into theaters this last oh, Labor Day I've been weekend. Hearing, yeah, it's been doing gangbusters, right? Gangbusters, if you mean a gang came in and killed everyone in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it brought in a meager 1.38 million over the Labor Day weekend. Uh, you know, not chump change, but not good for a release for an IMAX though. Yeah, this is an IMAX release, which they charge more money per viewing. Yeah, that's for. true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, not even one and a half million made, and only three hundred and sixty thousand was made on Friday. Uh, for the Inhumans, <laughs> yeah, uh, not faring so well, JT, which we all knew. Like, even before it came out, everyone says this looks awful. This is gonna be awful. It looks awful, and then it turned out it was awful. <laughs> Uh, sporting a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, I've heard that nothing is good about this. Yeah. Like, any review that I've already heard about it from people who saw it, like, you don't need to see it. If you're at all interested, wait for television for it to come out, because it was a waste of an IMAX ticket to go see it. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's... Having it be an IMAX shows more of its flaws <laughs> because of its cheap design. Yeah. And it's just just plain awful. I've I've heard they even like changed things in the show for no reason that like it's almost like they changed things in the just to piss off the people that read the books. Because I've heard uh there was somebody talking about it on a podcast I listened to today where they were like bring up things that are like really key essential things in the book that they're like yeah, they just get rid of it, and then they never explain why. <laughs> I don't know. And from what I hear, like, it's an odd plot, at least in the first two episodes, that, like, so the Inhuman Royal Family, it's like a caste system for this whole city on the moon. And they're, like, when you go through this mutation or terogenesis, like, People with cool powers get to be, like, surface dwellers. And, like, people with ugly powers or whatever have to work in mines. And so Maximus the Mad, which is Black Bolt's brother, is trying to throw a revolution against the royal family so that everybody is equal. And I'm like, somehow he's still the bad guy. How is that bad? I have no idea. And I have no idea how it's going to work out till the end. It just sounds fucking just awful god <laughs> guys we need to let people know that pretty people are better than ugly people <laughs> we need to convey that in a tv show uh colin trevorrow jumping and moving ahead uh has 
parted way with Star Wars Episode Nine and Lucasfilm Uh-oh. due to a uh, difference of opinion on how they wanted Episode Nine to be. Classic Lucasfilm Star yep. Wars at this point. Mm-hmm. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna bend for nobody, <laughs> no how. <laughs> how many directors has the Han Solo movie had so far? I don't even. On their, on their, do they have a director right now? <laughs> it was gonna be uh, Lord Miller first. Yeah. They got let go, and then it was uh, somebody else. That's the one that Ron Howard is doing. Yeah, right Ron now, Howard's it? doing it now. Yeah. But like in Rogue One, wasn't like uh, wasn't there like directorial disputes on that movie as well? I they can't had to remember. go in for huge reshoots and all that kind of stuff. I remember there were reshoots, but I just think there were regular reshoots. I don't remember there being a lot of problems with Rogue One. Yeah, I don't know. I remember them being like besides the reshoots, but like um, who was the director of Rogue One? I can't remember. Oh, fuck. Guy directed Godzilla, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, um, I don't know. It seems like Lucasfilm is protecting that IP as close as they can. So, like, well, they, they don't... Just, they don't want to fuck it up again. I it's guess like a not. Gold mine. But, like, that was George Lucas's fault that fucked it up, like, yeah. big time the first time. The person who created it. Well, I don't know. It, sounds, it feels like Disney in general is kind of getting that way. Sure. Where I, I feel like they're even kind of... Pulling the reins in a little bit on Marvel stuff, too. Yeah, lately, I think that's exactly the case. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know what... I don't know. <laughs> Disney, like, having that kind of power is, like... Uh... They're kind of. Par- I think they're kind of paranoid. Like, they feel like they're now that they're on the top of the mountain, they're going to fall the hardest if they do fall. Mm-hmm. Well, with the last two outings that they've had... Well, not the last two, but, like... Iron Fist doing absolutely poor. Yeah. And Defenders being mediocre. Yeah. I'll I'll give you mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> and then with Inhumans just bombing like the fucking H bomb of yeah. <laughs> releases. Like, I don't know. Like they if they keep going down this route, it could be tarnishing. To the big Marvel logo that you see in front oh, of everything. Yeah. Especially when, like, uh, certain Fox properties also have that Marvel logo. Yeah. And, like, people don't differentiate the two. Oh, yeah. And they go see a mediocre, shitty X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it works both ways. It just tarnishes the brand. So, I don't know. Maybe Disney is tightening up on their shit. But... Yeah. You can't just make it middle of the road mediocre because it's not. People are gonna notice that. Yeah, I I feel like they're kind of operating on the belief that as long as it's working, just keep going down the route, and then once we start seeing deviation, then we'll start changing shit up. I guess, but if they play it, if they do that, play it safe, like for the next few movies. I mean, Infinity War, whatever, it looks like it should be a fucking raucous good time, but. All the other stuff that's come out recently, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> just a lack in quality, just a lack of production. Yeah. Like, even Defenders, like, some things just looked not as, like, I don't know. Like, it was on a set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I brought, like, I brought me, you, uh, you, me, and, uh, Ololo had that conversation last yeah. night yeah. on, uh, on, like, a 
group chat type thing, and I brought up, like, it kind of feels they're going through, like, the, like, how Walking Dead went through, like, the, well, we got our viewers, so let's stop giving a shit kind of feel. Yeah. And I don't know if it's quite there yet. I just think there's... It feels like it's getting there. Because <laughs> yeah. there's... They are definitely... They It feels like they're either leaning back on things they did before, or they're not flushing out stuff as well as they did in, like, that first Daredevil and that Jessica Jones. Yeah, I agree. Especially with the Netflix stuff. But, uh, like... The movies, I don't think I've seen a case. Like, even though... What was the last one that came out? Uh, Spider-Man, I loved. Spider-Man. But, like, Doctor Strange, like, the more I think about that, like, the less, like... I like it. Yeah. And then Ant-Man was okay. But, like, they weren't bad either, you know? No. They're just like, here's a movie, and it's so it's good. Yeah. And, and that's they're like... not, like, the tent poles of, like, the whole franchise, though. I feel like maybe, right. they're, maybe they're ones where they are trying to deviate out more and see... Like, they feel like they can do that with these movies, where they can play it safe, but then also do, like, a few things here and there to, like, experiment, but then also try and play it safe with like the story and stuff to try and still get an audience in. Yeah. But then you can see, you can like feel the disconnect between like Marvel TV and like Marvel cinema. Yeah. Cause like Perlmutter is still like the head guy of Marvel TV. And I guess him and Feige just like do not like each other <laughs> because like even just like a middle of the road Marvel movie, I still think is like, that's pretty good. Like I want to see it opening weekend. Yeah. But then like, Marvel TV stuff. Granted, I don't watch everything on Marvel TV. I mostly yeah. just watch the Netflix stuff. Just feels like now that we have the viewers, they're going to keep tuning in mm -hmm. and maybe we can cut costs here and there. Oh, yeah. Where it's just like, man, people are going to notice. And it's yeah. a lot easier for people to just like not watch it and care. Because mm -hmm. like it's not shoved in your face as much as like merch for a movie like everywhere. Like yeah. the hype train of like a Marvel movie. Oh, yeah, out. for sure. So I don't know. And TV is a lot more of an investment than a movie is. Yeah, you got to put in, like, at least 10 hours on it or oh, whatever. Shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. So, Star Wars. <laughs> Lucasfilm, that's where we came from. Yeah. Uh, got a bit of odd news, JT. Two bits of odd news, really. Totally unrelated. Drop uh, it. Drop that odd news. Hasbro is suing... DC Comics and Warner Brothers over a trademark infringement over a character Bumblebee. So okay. Hasbro owns the Transformers. Yeah. And obviously Bumblebee is a Transformer. Yeah. DC Comics also has a character called Bumblebee, which is very similar to the Wasp. That It's like a character that can shrink and fly around. That's what Bumblebee is. And apparently they want to use Bumblebee in something in the near future, whether it be like a animation property or something along those lines. Yeah. But Hasbro is not having any of it and is trying to sue DC over the license of Bumblebee, even though they're completely different. Like, nobody is mistaking this small shrinking woman as a Camaro that transforms into a robot. This is yet another court case that I want to just watch. <laughs> and just have the judge so just, like, yeah. rubbing his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, the lawyer being, like, like, we want to retain the rights of a one Bumblebee. 
then the judge is like, fucking call your first witness <laughs> for let's see who gets to keep their fictional character. Whatever. Listen. I had to push my, I had to push back this triple homicide. <laughs> man's going to go, like, if man is convicted, he's going to die by lethal injection just so I can hear out <laughs> who really gets the rights to the name Bumblebee <laughs> for their either fake shrinking woman or their big car robot. Also fake. Also fake. <laughs> Oh don't, no! Wait, ma'am, you have to you have to wait. I have to try on this while you wait and see if you get enough money to feed your children. These two big companies need to find out who gets to keep Bumblebee as a name. In a large dick measuring contest over Hasbro and Warner Brothers, I don't know. I think it was one of the dumbest things I've heard <laughs> in a while. Not not. Like, who cares about either one of these? Yeah. They got that John Cena movie coming out with Bumblebee. Ugh. It needs to, they need to make sure. They need to have it on lock. It needs to be there. It needs to. How, how are people going to differentiate between Bumblebee and Bumblebee? Yeah. It's too confusing. I'll just, like, put her in and be like... Here is Yellow Bug Chick. <laughs> it's like having two Joker movies with two different Jokers out at the same time. It's so... That actually makes sense, though. All oh, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm on board. Sure. Uh, second bit of odd news I got, JT, is Nintendo just confirmed that Mario is no longer a plumber. Uh-oh. you hear about this hot news? What happened? I don't know. Sources are did he, scarce. Did he lose his job from, uh, you yeah, know, he's always been, going out eating yeah, mushrooms? He's and... been disbarred from the plumber's union. <laughs> Look, Mario, you just haven't been coming to work lately. <laughs> You've been jumping in pipes, fighting weird dragons, <laughs> riding in carts. Like, it's got to stop. Either come to work or you're fired. Listen, ah, uh, it's yeah. me, uh, Mario. I gotta go use a jetpack to go to all the planets and shit. <laughs> all right, well, Look you're fired. Look at me, my dress is a raccoon. Oh, you're fired. <laughs> That's kind of racist. <laughs> so, what uh, profession do you think that after his uh, plumbing days are over, what uh, profession do you think uh, Mario can get into, JT? Um, I mean, he's... Had so many. I mean, he's been a doctor, Mario. He has been. Uh, he's been a cart race cart driver. There's that. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, I suppose he could be a turtle exterminator. Yeah. <laughs> Jump on a bunch of turtles. True. Well, he is Italian. Maybe it's he's true. a. Maybe he's a clean, eh? Oh, uh, racist. Uh, hey, he was the one that dressed like a <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so i don't know i don't know what nintendo's gonna do here it's uprooting everyone's childhood what everyone's they're gonna do a, they're gonna do like a poll or it's like what job should we give mario <laughs> <laughs> don't know 
Don't know what Nintendo's going to do. You've got to find something that involves sweet overalls, though. That's right. You can't get rid of them overalls, babe. Got to keep them overalls, babe. Come on. What are you going to do without? It's been wearing them for, like, what, like 50 years? Something like that. Don't get rid of the overalls. Got to have those overalls, babe. It's part of his look. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, did you see, JT, the Netflix is a joke? billboards that have been posted in uh la and new york well i don't live there troy so no oh okay well i just <laughs> i didn't know if you took a recent trip uh over the last day i might have yeah i might have woke up on a bench in los angeles and been like where the fuck am i <laughs> get me back to central america central america that's not right <laughs> Give me back to the breadbasket of the United States. Said no one. Said no one ever. <laughs> uh, well, New York and L.A. has have had uh, big, plain white billboards up yeah. in black text that said, Netflix is a joke. And it's not by a weird competitor. They're put up by Netflix themselves to advertise their string of comedy specials. That Netflix is adding in the next couple weeks. Okay. One being a Mark Maron special. Oh, yeah. Another one being a Jerry Seinfeld special. Oh. And that... What's the deal? <laughs> and I think there's uh, an Amy Schumer one and uh, one other one. Oof. I can't remember the other I heard one. that last Amy Schumer one they did was awful. I think I watched that, too, and I can't remember anything of it. I don't think I liked it very much. Yeah. I, I'm way far off of... <laughs> Anyway, they have. Uh, it also coincides with like the Dave Chappelle ones as well. Oh yeah, because his did really well, so now they're getting all these big oh, comedians yeah. back to do mm-hmm. specials. So that's why they're having posting Netflix is a joke billboards, um, up in the Big Apple in the City of Angels. So it just says that there's no like there's no other subtext. Netflix is a joke. I think it's poor advertising. Yeah, uh, like. What? <laughs> you know what? I don't... On second thought, I don't think it is poor. Netflix is a joke. Jokes. Comedians. Comedians tell jokes. <laughs> They're getting comedy specials. We really put it together. Um, Because it's like semi... Like defacing Netflix, I think like... The odd word of mouth will actually help it. At least in my brain, it's working out that way. Sure. I mean, yeah, but no one's going to... I think it's just a waste of money because no one's going to think twice seeing a billboard as Netflix is a joke with no kind, with no yeah. sense of what it's actually advertising. That's true. And in highly like liberal cities like LA and New York, it could be just some weird protester protesting Netflix, yeah. putting like... A new Banksy <laughs> putting yeah. something up on billboards. Yeah. You're going to get like some dumb person to be like, Netflix this isn't a joke. I'm going to give them more money this month. <laughs> I'll show them. I'll show them. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, odd bit of uh, marketing for Netflix. And the last bit of news that JT that I have is that James Bond, the James Bond franchise, since Spectre has been up for grabs uh, because its contract was expired through Sony Pictures. Uh-oh. So some people are looking to snatch up that IP. Two big ones are Amazon, 
and what we talked about a couple weeks ago, Apple trying to get into the game are looking to possibly purchase the James Bond IP along with other production studios such as Warner Brothers and maybe Sony possibly renegotiating for that uh, contract as well. Um, uh, The film rights, uh, I did say expired after Spectre, which I'm surprised like after that, like there wasn't an automatic renegotiation, you know, because that came out like a couple years ago at this point. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But uh, it could go... The purchase price of James Bond could go as low as $2 billion. Oh, And it could possibly go to $5 billion. Oh, man. Estimating. Uh, get the... Speculators say. Get the uh, fucking auctioneer guy out there. <laughs> We're uh, getting small numbers. Hey, better two, better two, better two, better three, 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 better three, 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 better three, three, So yeah, what do you think? Um, do you think that Amazon or Apple could be in the running to uh, swoop this up? Well, uh, from what I read, they're the two big ones that are batting for it. So we'll see. I mean, Apple they just got into it, so maybe they have more of the money to be to try and. Dive into uh, something more new. Sure. That'd be weird to see, though, like, an MGM-Apple <laughs> joint and have it be the next James Bond yeah. film. Like, it's, it's a roaring to... apple. <laughs> yeah. That lion's head just bursts out of the apple or <laughs> chomps on the apple and takes that little bite out of it. Of course. <laughs> so, who knows? Hire us. <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got what you call it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool to have, I don't know, one of these two companies get it. To me, I don't really care whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But uh, it'd be it'd be kind of weird to see like the total uh, shake them up with Amazon or Apple or any of these other companies shake up like the huge other corporate like Sony. Oh yeah. And uh, Warner Brothers or all any Keep of on those. their toes. Yeah. Like. Sh- Times are a change in. Yeah. We're get, getting shit done now. Get with it. There's a new game in town. That game is James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, 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 why won't we just buy it? Fuck it. Yeah. Then we can use our theme song. That's right. Shatterham. Shatterham. Wow. Troy, I got some Suicide Squad 2 news. Uh, great. For the director. They got a director for it. Finally. Mel Gibson back. Not Mel Gibson. <laughs> we wanted Mel Gibson right. real bad. We did. Did not get Mel Gibson. They got Gavin O'Connor. You What's... know who he is. He did the latest Ben Affleck joint, The Accountant. Oh. Which I heard very mixed things about. So yes. already off to a good start. Suicide Squad two. Who knows? The, the, the first of all, Suicide Squad. What? Who is it originally directed by? The guy who did Fury. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh. Fuck. What's his name? Uh. Regardless, Suicide Squad looked completely different 
than any of his other movies. Yeah. And I can only imagine it's because... It, just because they were fucking studios... Meddled. ...inside of his ass. <laughs> so, doesn't matter who the director is. They're going to try yeah. to make it look a lot like the first one, because that's the kind of marketing that took off. Or they're going to make it try and look as little like the first one as possible, because it didn't do as well as they pictured. So they're probably going to find a way to fuck it up even more. <sighs> There's a lot of people that I've seen on the internet that are coming out for both BVS and Suicide Squad. It's a fucking a weird. Fucking... It's it's so. It's weird. like stock. It's like Stockholm syndrome almost. I, I don't know. I think it's like what is going on with this country? <laughs> <laughs> you got turmoil everywhere. Like it's, it's what we're living in. <laughs> it's like. Look what we got as the president. What's going on in the South? We got people like sympathizing for Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. This world is turned upside down. It's bullshit. (laughs) It's goddamn bullshit, Troy. It's something else. Uh, Troy, Mad Max Fury Road. Some news came out about that earlier this week. All right. We know Charlize Theron played the incomparable mm-hmm. uh, Furiosa. Yeah. But there is a huge actress that was actually the runner-up for said role who is just now becoming a pretty big hit. I think I heard about this. Who so. do you think was the runner-up for Furiosa? Uh, I heard about this. It was... Uh... Ah, Gal Gadot! Gal Gadot! <laughs> she yes. was the runner-up for Furiosa. And Mad Max. That'd be a definite... You know what? I'm glad that she didn't get it, to be honest. I really liked Charlize Theron in that role. Me too. I really liked her. And being that, like, you've seen Charlize Theron, like... Like, she's, like, a lot more well-known. And so you got to see, like, her transform and to be this other character. Yeah. And almost worked in her favor. Yeah. I think if, like, because Gal Gadot is, like... Only been in the Fast and Furious movies at that point. Yeah. People have been like, who's this? I think, yeah, I think it's because, uh, yeah, like, both both of their roles, I think, benefited who they were. Like, Furiosa, I think, became a big deal because she was played by Charlize Theron mm-hmm. in a way. Well, regardless, Furiosa was just a badass in general. Right. But because she was played by Charlize Theron, like, people clinged on to it more. And then the opposite for... Gal Gadot, where she's playing this iconic character, Wonder Woman, which is making her a big deal. Right. Worked in everyone's favor. Everyone goes home happy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wonder Woman news. Like, I uh, was just on Podbean not that long ago, and there was something that was suggested for me. Yeah. So I... Uh, downloaded the episode because I think they're going over like the newest WB animated release like Batman and Harley Quinn or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like Batman Harley Quinn review. So I'm like, ah, sure, I'll listen to that. Sounds like it's in my wheelhouse. And it was like a, a totally super conservative podcast. Oh, jeez. And they were going over I didn't even get to the review. Let me <laughs> get to that point right now. But he went. Oh, he was started talking about Wonder Woman, and just like was saying awful things about it. Like how it was the worst superhero movie to ever come out, 
and like Gal Gadot like must have had to suck somebody off to get that role. And I'm like, Trump's America. I'm like what the fuck, dude? <laughs> and like before that, he was going on on about a bunch of political stuff. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> And so I immediately stopped and deleted it. And I was like, Jesus, this guy is angry for no reason <laughs> about his whole life. That's, pretty, that's the big extent of a lot of <laughs> <laughs> fucking a, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was sitting alone in my car. And it you was have to be a very angry person to be like, I don't like them having things. <laughs> Like, that's just gotta be it. It's, uh, it was like, Why do you not like them having things? Because God! <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's something. No, God! God said they can have those things. I don't want them to have them, too. They shouldn't have them. I don't think it's God, man. I just think you're a really angry person. You don't like it. No, God! They shouldn't have those things. Don't have that. Stop having that. <laughs> Yeah, that's what this show is all about, though. Political, <laughs> political opinions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, moving on. Moving on, <laughs> Troy. Speaking of Wonder Woman, Chris Pine. Yes. His next big role, he's going to be playing a very powerful political figure. Oh. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy. Oh, okay. In Bobby K. In a Hulu miniseries. Oh, okay. Called Robert Bobby Kennedy, colon, the making of a liberal icon. Oh, how about it? I'm kind of curious. I don't know a lot about Bobby Kennedy. I don't I'd either. I'd like to look more into into him. Mm. Yeah, that sounds good. Chris Pine always dashing as always, too. <sighs> oh, my God. I've been getting a lot of people saying that I look like Chris Pine, and I don't see it. I don't either. There's been like two or three <laughs> people that said they look like Chris Pine. Let me squint. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't it's see like a it. first glance type thing. I don't know. I don't know, man. But I've known you forever, so. Yeah. You look like you. <laughs> <laughs> so. You just look like you. <laughs> as good or bad as I could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Troy. So I got a uh, little follow up on a previous. <laughs> story that we did okay about the director of kong skull island mm. okay so uh jordan vote roberts all right as we remember did like i think it was like a two to three day rant on twitter okay about oh, yeah, cinema yeah, yeah. sins and right. how he fucking hates them right well now i guess his mom pulled him aside <laughs> the director's mom? No, I'm, I'm saying this. Oh, okay. Like, he must just pull him aside and been like, look, come on, baby. Just, just fight fire with fire. Just make fun of yourself. Because that's exactly what he did. What? He put a video out where it's like a it's like a CinemaSins thing, but he's doing it. Talking oh, to like about God. all the mistakes in his movie. He's like, Dude, stop. It's fine. It's not a perfect stop movie. It. Just stop. You're going to make more. I don't know if you're going to make more anymore. <laughs> you're digging your own grave yeah. professionally, man. Yeah. You're 
if anything, you're showing people that it's bugging you even more, and now they're going right. to dig into it even more about how right. much of a piece of shit it is. Right. At this point, it could be up for, like, an SNL spoof. Yeah. <laughs> That's how big it's gotten. Like, just drop it, dude. Yeah, it's it's fine. Just stop. <laughs> it's long gone. People are, like, forgetting that it exists now. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> Is that available on YouTube? Uh, <laughs> it should be out there somewhere, I think. All right. I guess I might want to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Troy, we, yeah. we talked a lot about that Universal Monster universe. Yes. And uh, wondering if they're going to keep that Dracula untold or not. Right. Well, they're not. Okay, They've, I I suspected they that. have they have casted a new Dracula. All right, Andy Samberg Muschietti. Oh, I don't know. It's a mouthful. Yeah, I don't know who he really is, but he's the new Dracula. Duh. He's the new Dracula. I guess he's an it. So oh, the new it. The new it. New it. Might see that this weekend. Oh boy, kind of looking forward to it. I heard some good things. Heard Stephen King said it was good. Well, that's all that matters. <laughs> I suppose. That's all that matters. Uh, Troy, have you been hearing about this movie Mother that's coming out? Yes. Man, I am so fucking interested. Me too, because I've <laughs> seen the trailer, like, a few times now. Yeah. No idea. No idea. What's and happening. There's been a lot of reviews coming out saying that it's going to offend people. Oh, And how it's yeah. sickening. <laughs> And, like, there's, they said, like, it played at a festival, and it was surrounded by a chorus of both cheers and boos. Oh. And I uh, I looked up its IMDb today and went to the cast list. None of the cast has names in it. It's just what? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is mother, and then uh, Javier Bardem is just simply titled him. And really? then, like, everyone else is, like, named after, like, sins or, like, acts of contrition of some sort. Ugh. Like, it's, like weird like i really want to see it and i totally forgot like because i saw the trailer again like a few days ago and i forgot that it was by darren arnofsky mm-hmm. so like that put me on another path of just disturbing that i'm yeah. like what is happening in this trailer like it looks very intriguing like very attention grabbing yeah but i have no idea what's going on and that makes me want to see it more yeah yeah, I like I, I read a story earlier this week where like I guess Anthony Bourdain saw it and he said that this is going quote, this is going to <laughs> offend the fuck out of people. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So I I just wanna know what the fuck they do in it. Me too. I'm very interested. God. Mother! Mother <laughs> I think that comes out next weekend. All I right. believe. September fifteenth. Alright. I'll so check that out. get your kids together and go see Mother. <laughs> um, we brought up earlier Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Yep, doing a review for it at the end of the end of the month. Yep, leading uh, up to it. One of the one of the big cast grabs for it was Elton John. Yes, oh, a lot of people thought that he was going to play a minor role in it. Turns out it might be bigger Maximum than people role. expected. Might play be... a major part. Ooh, the in... villain. 
Wouldn't that be nuts? Oh, if Elton God. John played the villain. If he's like the, if he's like uh, the like this ver this uh movie versus version of like uh, odd job. <laughs> <laughs> he just throws star sunglasses at people <laughs> and it just like lands on their face and burns their eyes out or something <laughs> uh, Troy were you a fan of Mutt Williams from Indiana Jones I was not Shia LaBeouf was character. not I was not a fan of Mutt well <laughs> Troy <laughs> I'm sorry to say, you will not be returning for Indiana Jones. What? Five. How am I supposed to follow up what happens to Mutt? I want to know what happens to Mutt. Does he become the Indiana Jones? He's going to be Indiana Mutt. Oh, I don't <laughs> like that. Mutt Jones. Mutt Jones. Sounds like a blues player. <laughs> Can you imagine like, if he actually took the mantle of Indiana Jones? And he was that same greaser character. Like trying I would like to, to think he'd reform a little bit. What if he didn't? He was just the same, like, <laughs> fucking greaser. Hey, I'm using my whip over here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me on my motorcycle. <laughs> God damn it. He just... Turns into freaking Danny from Greece. Hey, man, look hey, at me. Sandy. I'm, look at me on my motorcycle going on adventures. Yo, Sandy, close your eyes. They're opening the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> They're opening the Ark of the Covenant over here. You better close your eyes. <laughs> you met your goddamn face off. Uh, Try back onto Wonder Woman. It Made belongs some... in the museum. <laughs> <laughs> what's this chick over here that says love you on her eyelids <laughs> oh, snakes oh man i hate snakes man i'm wicked scared of snakes <laughs> <laughs> we just turn him into andrew dice clay <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway moving on oh uh, wonder woman Back onto Wonder Woman. Back on Made it. some history. Okay. More history. It's constantly making history. Historical film. Uh, it is now one of the top five highest grossing superhero movies. And one of the top 20 highest grossing movies ever. Of all time? Of all time. That's pretty amazing. So stick that up your ass, uh, conservative podcast guy. Yeah. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> oh, that. So what would what would be the higher grossing ones if it's in the top five? Because I'm assuming it's five. <laughs> Pro yeah, I'm guessing so. <laughs> so it'd be like probably, probably Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, Avengers would be up there. Iron Wasn't Iron Man 3? Didn't that make a lot of money? Probably. Yeah, we can. I don't know. Is, not fun. Probably most of the Dark Knight trilogy. Sure, sure. At least the last two. Sure. Spider-Man 3, maybe. I made a lot of money for some reason. <laughs> Did you? Okay, there was like a video going around where uh, it was the scene in Spider-Man 3 where he's dancing down the street, except they took out the music. Have you seen that? No. <laughs> It is so good. I think uh, Dinosaur Neil posted it on Twitter or something, and it was amazing. Because you just hear him, like, 
snapping down the street and him like skidding across the sidewalk and him dancing but there's no music which is funny because that's what it would look like to people (laughs) which is is what's so great about it (laughs) oh my god uh troy you fan of the crow at all uh yeah it was a product of its time but i was a fan of the first crow well, get ready for it to be a product of this time, Ugh. because Sony Pictures is finally going ahead with a Crow reboot. What? Sony always doing it right. Haven't they been trying to do this for years? Yes. Because Momoa was <laughs> attached to this at one point, right? Yeah, I know he was. Ugh. But I don't know. Maybe we'll get The Rock to play the Crow. <laughs> <laughs> It fucking killed me, like, <laughs> like a year ago. I'm kind of pissed. Look at me being the rock as the crow. Look at me, I'm the rock now. Uh, that movie is very 90s. It the is crow. very 90s, yeah. It's so angsty. It was like born in a bottle of grunge. <laughs> yeah. But it worked. It was a product of its time. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Yeah. Never saw any of the sequels. And I'm, it sucks that Brandon Lee died in it because he was really fucking good in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. R.I.P. R.I.P. Brandon Lee. Um, Troy, you, you, you dropped a lot of bad Netflix news tonight. Yes. Well, I got to pick it up a little bit. All right. Thank God. Because they're always producing those shows. All kinds of shows. <clears throat> All the shows. Uh, something that they're working on that could be interesting okay. is uh, a show called The Eddie, All right. which will be a musical TV series All right. helmed by Damien Chazelle. All right. I don't remember what he's done. If you don't remember what he's done, it's a little movie called La La Land. Oh my god. A musical television show? Yes. Such as Glee? Like that kind of musical I television show? I think they're going to go more along the lines of it's it's like a musical. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It uh, centers on a nightclub and its owner in a French city. Like Cop Rock. Yeah, exactly like Cop Rock. <laughs> what a shitty reference. Uh, I would be into that. That's coming out on Netflix, you say? Yes. All right. I'd be into like some upbeat musical stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm for that. I, me and uh, me and uh, Molly Pop rewatched La La Land this past week, and it still holds up. So good. She's been really into, like, the album because she listened to it on Spotify. It just says that it's the perfect time for, like, when she leaves to go to work to when she arrives at work. That's the entire album. Oh, nice. (laughs) So she's, like, been listening to it, like, to and fro, like, every every day. day. Yeah. But it's good. Great. It is good. Great. Uh, Troy, have you been watching, while we're still on Netflix, have you watched that show Disjointed? No, I have not, but it's recommended to me, so maybe I should watch it. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't, because 
It is, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, the lowest reviewed series of the summer. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe not. Yeah. I'm, st- I'm staying as far away from it as possible because it's from the same dudes that did do Big Bang Theory. Ugh. I had no idea what it was about. I just yeah. saw that it was in recommended for you. So maybe I watch a bunch of shitty things on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> not a clue. I had no idea. Yeah. I- yeah, it, it looks terrible. I saw the trailer What's it for about? it. And it's about uh, Kathy Bates is like this chick that owns a weed dispensary. Oh, yeah. I know what that is now. No. <laughs> no. I saw a trailer for it. No thanks. Don't want to see that. Do not want to see that. I can be If I can be more adamant on how I do not want to see that, I'm going to do that right now. I don't... <laughs> want to see that <laughs> period uh shit and a story um troy i got some news on true detective season three okay now uh we love that season one uh-huh season two a little disjointed felt a little all over the place right may have gotten back on track with a season three okay nick pizzolato still on board for writing of course and like okay. kind of helming that and they've Got their new Carrie Fukunaga. All right. Like, the guy that kind of directed all of them in, like, the first season, which uh-huh. kind of made them all kind of feel uniform and really intact. Uh-huh. This time, they've got Jeremy Saulnier. All right. If you don't know who he is, he's the guy I who don't. directed Green Room. Oh, okay. Quite so uh, intense. Yeah. Sounding. So, I think he'll be directing all of the episodes for True Detective Season 3. Right on. I'm into it. Yeah, Hope True Detective comes back and is great. Yeah, I really liked Green Room. I haven't seen Green Room yet. I, ha- I, I should have. You, I should have you borrow it. It's really good. It's True- intense, but it's really good. A True Detective season one was so good, mm-hmm. and I was so disappointed that like season two, like I was glad that it said they were gonna do something different, and it yeah. was gonna be like every season was gonna be a different thing. But yeah. it just wasn't interesting. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it just was overcomplicated, like, land grabs or something like that. Yeah. I don't even know anymore. Interesting things happen in it somewhere yeah, along the lines. Yeah, there's a few things where, like, I wish they would have capitalized on them more, but they didn't. Nope. They had to go back to somebody wants this land. Ugh. <laughs> God. It's like neighbor dispute. It's like if it was in our small town, like it was like a neighbor dispute. And then instead of like go, doing the really, really, really <laughs> boring thing of like going to the town board, they just killed him. <laughs> that would be more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, my last bit of news, Troy. Uh, that... Uh, standalone Joker origin film. Yes. Scorsese. Scorsese. Todd Phillips. So many big names attached. Right. Uh, They're looking at a pretty big star to fill those Joker shoes. One that's currently floating out in the hemisphere. Might be a rumor. Might want to open the rumor mill. Oh, my God. We haven't done this in ages. I know. (laughs) Oh, so dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Uh, 
Leonardo DiCaprio. Not not gonna happen it. at all. <laughs> not gonna see it. I can't see that happening. Yeah. I mean, Scorsese and DiCaprio are pretty tight. Mm -hmm. But Scorsese is a producer. He's not, like, directing this thing. I don't know. If, he's, if he shows that he's got a lot of uh, pull, maybe. You know, I, I don't know. I don't a, see it I have just a feeling that this is all going to fall apart and never going to happen. <laughs> That's what I see happening. I can see it. Like, just their way of trying to garner more publicity. Yeah. I don't know. Because with, like, the guy who directed the Hangover movies directing it, I don't know. Look, I'm all for giving someone a chance. Like, if sure. they want to try and do this, yeah, more power to them. And I... with, maybe with Scorsese producing, maybe he can kind of hold his hand through a little bit and kind of show him, like, some things to do right. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. All right. I'm not going to completely dismiss it. I still think it's a big waste of time, and I don't yes. think it should be made. But if a good movie comes out of it, why not? Sure. Let's do it. Do it. To it. Uh, you got any bits this week, JT? No bits, Troy. Good. That's too depressing. We can't dwell on deaths all the time. We can't. It's too much. It's too much. So we're going to get into the trailers of the week in a second. You know what's <laughs> I beat ya. You got me. I beat you. You got me. How many trailers you got today, JT? A lot. Really? I think I've got like, let me see. Were you going to say five? Four? I got four. I nope. Got... No, I got five. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, why don't you, want to hand me one more of those uh, fat tires <laughs> over there and I'll just sit then back for the ride? Finish it, you'll finish it before I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you've seen some of these. I don't know. Well, I'll chime in if I got, if I got them. Okay. Uh, back on that Netflix train, Troy. Uh -huh. uh, they put out a trailer for a, another Stephen King adaptation. They're just coming out with the Jesus. woodwork here. Stephen King is all about it this year. All about it. Uh, a movie called Gerald's Game, okay. which is actually a really interesting premise. All right. It's about a couple that go haunted. into a. Uh, <laughs> No, they just go to, like, a, a cabin in, like, in the middle of the woods. Like, I think they even say, like, the, the closest neighbors are, like, five miles away. Haunted cabin? So they go in this cabin, and they start making whoopee. Oh. And then the uh, the husband gets, like, the bright idea of, like, hey, what if I kind of spice it up and I handcuff you to the bed? Oh. Handcuffs her to the bed, starts kicking, kissing down her body, dies of a heart attack. Oh. <laughs> and then the whole rest of the movie... Is like a basically like a survival instinct type thing of this woman, uh, handcuffed to a bed, with her dead spouse laying on the floor. Holy cow! Yeah, <laughs> I was not on board with this when you first started talking about it, but that sounds really interesting. <laughs> yeah, and Carlo Gugino plays the woman. All right, I'm into it. Yeah, the the trailer is on is on uh, YouTube. I'll have to check that out. Check it out. It's coming on Netflix. I think it's coming at the end of this month. What's it called again? Uh, Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. I was. Oh, Jesus. I was just talking to somebody at work about uh, Stephen King stuff because she said that uh, she's a bit of a scary cat. Yeah. And she wants to break herself into more horror movies, so she wants to watch the first It. Yeah. With uh, 
the well, you know the first one that came out yeah and then she wants to try to go see <clears throat> the new one that's coming out and i'm just like i'm just not into stephen king stuff because it's just like that's uh, a haunted clown or it's a haunted car or a haunted <laughs> dog or a haunted something else i get it stephen king you don't impress me much or Kids finding a dead body <laughs> randomly because he's doing coke. <laughs> but uh, so well, I don't know. This sounds pretty good. Yeah, it sounds less like something different, like from Stephen King, I guess. Yeah, I even brought up to uh, Molly because she read a lot of Stephen King stuff and she never heard of this book. Oh, is it a new one? I don't know. Maybe it's one of his short stories. Might have been. Because I, I think he's had, like, a book of short stories that but, were, I guess, really good. Yeah, there's, like, some pretty cool scenes in the in the trailer for it. There's, like, a scene in the trailer where she, like, finally, like, edges her way to, like, a glass of water. And then she gets it in her hand and then, like, tries to drink it. And then the chain is just long enough where it's, like, almost touching her lips. <sighs> it's like, shit! <laughs> oh, looks so good. Uh, Another one I got, Troy. Okay. Uh... Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Coming in playing Thomas Edison. I have this one. Okay. I'll let you I'll let you divulge more. Uh the since... a movie called The Current War. Yeah. Uh about Thomas Edison and uh whoever Michael Shannon plays. I can't remember who he plays. Westinghouse. Yeah. And uh like a battle on what like with Thomas Edison discovering electricity and a cheaper way to like light cities without having it all be gaslit. Yeah. Like I guess that's a whole thing with him and then out of the out of nowhere at the end of the trailer Nikola Tesla shows up. Yep. Played by Michael Holt. Yeah. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Um also Tom Holland's in this movie. Oh shit. So it's like a star-studded cast. Yeah. Uh it looks pretty inter- interesting. Like I wasn't I had no idea what it was going to be about. Yeah. Because I didn't get that it was current as in, like, electrical current when I first, like, Well, when I first, like, it. read it, they said that um, Bennett Cumberbatch is playing Thomas Edison. And I was like, oh, I get it. See, I didn't I, I didn't see any of that until I heard that his name was Thomas Edison. I'm like, oh, clever. Oh, yeah. Clever. But it looks really interesting because it's, yeah. like, a semi-historical uh, drama. Yeah. Oh no, I'm, all, I'm always all for those kinds of yeah. And I I told Molly about this, and she was super excited because she loves she loves this story about how they fucking they hated each other, and then Nikola Tesla comes up with this even better idea, so they work together to fuck him over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, gotta love American capitalism. <laughs> the only thing is, like, I've heard that um, Thomas Edison was like a bit of a prick. Oh, he was a total asshole. And, like, it makes him look like a hero in this movie. Like, so far, from the trailer. Yeah. yeah. So. I, well, yeah, I can yeah, I can almost see that, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, well see. shit, there's that movie coming out, uh, The Greatest Showman, where uh, uh, fucking Hugh Jackman plays P.T. Barnum. Oh, yeah. And he was supposed to be a huge asshole. Right. Makes him look okay. But it makes him look like a fucking... Like, he's, like, the most inspirational person alive. All right. I saw that trailer, too. <laughs> yeah. Makes him look like a million bucks. Yeah, well, Hugh Jackman. I mean, come on. I mean, come on, Hugh. Come on, Hugh. Come on, Hugh. 
Hell. Um, actually, I think I got only have four trailers. Oh, liar. <laughs> uh, back on Netflix, Troy. Okay. Uh, the Magic School Bus. Oh, baby. Rides again. <laughs> yes. Saw that trailer. Um, looks like the Magic School Bus. Right on. I kind of want to see what it's like. I liked the Magic School Bus when I was growing up. Watched, uh, I was telling you before we started recording, I watched about six episodes this morning. Yeah. Put my little baby in front of it. Hopefully she'll pick up some of that knowledge. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Probably not. But uh, <laughs> I was enjoying it. Also like that Little Richard does the theme song, which I was disappointed that the new theme song, from what it sounded like, does not have Little Richard in it. No, it does not. And uh, Kate McKinnon is playing the sister of Ms. Frizzle. Or actually, in this, she's now officially Professor Frizzle. Oh, my. Went back to school, I guess. I guess. Got that prof. Got that prof. <laughs> but, yeah, Kate McKinnon playing the sister of Professor Frizzle, who is now the new Miss Frizzle. Okay. And, uh, I don't know. Looks like they're doing a bunch of just cool sciencey shit like the first one did right on does it explain how the first group of kids became the planeteers we'll see <laughs> one can only hope one can only hope great uh my last trailer i got troy uh-huh. uh you know on here we always talk about we had a we had a whole month dedicated to westerns yes we like a good western we like a good western yeah there's uh, one coming out, uh, I think it's later this year, that uh, actually looks pretty decent. Okay. Called Hostiles. Okay. With uh, Christian Bale. All right. And, uh, oh, shit, the chick from Gone Girl. Don't, no, can't help you. But her. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it looks pretty intense. All right. I'm, uh, I'm willing to check it out. I want to see what it's, uh, what it's all about. All right. All right. I think I saw a thumbnail for it. Was uh, Christian Bale in a Confederate's uniform in that? It looked like a Union one. Oh, okay. Like it's blue. Oh, I guess you're right. Who knows? I forgot which color was which there, Troy? Maybe I've been colorblind my whole <laughs> life and I've never realized it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know anything about it. But it sound, if it looks good, maybe we'll check it out. All right. Maybe we'll check it out. That's all my trailers, though, Troy. Uh, I got one more. Oh shit! It's a Netflix exclusive one. Every everything's Netflix. I tried to find something that wasn't Netflix that looked interesting. Couldn't find anything. Oh, really, really. So anyway, this one is called. It's a documentary. Um, and it's called One of Us, and it is about uh, the life of Hasidic Jews, and how. They live a very separate kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Almost to the point where it's like, to me, it's like a blend of like Amish and Scientology. Like they're yeah. that disconnected. Yeah, yeah. And like live in that weird kind of like disjointed lifestyle where they don't like mesh with the, like the real world. Yeah. And like the documentary is about people who want it out of being in that like Hasidic Jew lifestyle. Yeah. And like, I guess there's like uh, a guy that's trying to get out and he's trying to learn about other people who've done it. And either they end up in jail or they end up dying on a drug overdose oh my God. because they don't know how to cope with like life yeah. anymore. And then it has another point of view about uh, a woman who's married 
who married into like an Hasidic Jew family and like she wants out because like it's very abusive and in that culture like if they like call the police on their significant other it's like just as bad as dying essentially like God. really terrible things are going on and so like it had me on the hook yeah I, I heard like a, a a review for like a movie that came out where it's like it's not like a documentary or anything but it's like based it's like uh centers around a guy that plays like an hasidic jew guy who like his his wife dies mm-hmm. and then i guess in their culture like if one of the spouses if you can't house children if you're not part of a couple so mm. they just go to like the next line of people like in your family that are married yeah so then like this guy's like and like it's like about like, this guy that's trying to like fight to get his son back so he can just take care of him on his own like he doesn't want to get married or anything else but like it's just not allowed in their culture like you have to be married to somebody in order to take care of a kid hmm yeah it's fucked up yeah Anyway, uh, one of us. I don't know when it comes out. I think it's sometime soon, but looks pretty intense. Looks pretty good. I'm into it. I'll probably check it out. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always for checking out other, like different cultures. Mm-hmm. Even though it's probably gonna do a bit of defacing on this part. Oh yeah, I'm but sure it will. But this has to be only the bad parts of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's got to be good parts of it, otherwise people wouldn't be in it. I mean, come on, Stephen Avery was a good person. <laughs> That's true. He's in... He's he's an amazing guy. That's right. Just the best... That's right. ...of society. Top tier. Yeah. I mean, he might have beat his wife, but who cares? Who knows? He That's... was innocent! That wasn't in the He was dock. innocent of a murder! <laughs> Ugh. The more that comes out about that, like, the more you think he's just a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> well, Joel, that brings us into the review of the week. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Uh, first stop on Secret Agent September, Secret Agent Month here, uh, is... Uh, the True Memoirs of an International Assassin starring Kevin James. Yeah. <laughs> uh, released November 11th, 2016. So it's been out for almost a year. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Coming in at Rotten Tomatoes at a staggering 0%. Oh, shit. <laughs> IMDb has it at a 5.9 out of 10. And Common Sense Media has it at a 2 point or a two out of five stars. Oh, no. It's uh, directed by Jeff Wadlow, who first made his directorial debut with Cry Wolf. And he also directed the second Kick-Ass movie. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> uh, uh, JT, what happened in uh, what happened in this movie? Well, we're following a writer who... I still don't know his name. He goes by three different names throughout the whole fucking movie. Yeah, I don't remember his name. But, yeah, he plays a writer who's trying to... His name's Sam. Sam. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he's trying to write a very uh, factually accurate fictional novel... Right. ...about uh, an international assassin. Right. And uh, he finds this very shady sh- chick 
uh-huh. that just lives at a Starbucks? I don't know. They only show her in two places, the Starbucks and a a, a news station. Right. She's got to live in at least one of them. She could live in an alley, for all I know. Yeah. She's mobile. Yeah, from she's, what I mobile. Hear. she's mobile. She's <laughs> mobile. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so he signs off his book to this chick who finds a way to convince a site that it's nonfiction mm-hmm. and that, I guess, if you put the word true in the title, <laughs> right. that just means it's true. Sure. So... All of this leads to people being like, oh, this book must be true. I mean, it says that it's true. <laughs> right. Let's kidnap him and hire him to just kill the president of Venezuela. Right. And then just antics ensue from there. Antics do ensue, JT. Yeah. <laughs> so... Right off the top, <laughs> this movie isn't so great. I'm just going to throw that out there. First of all, when you suggested this, I almost asked you if we could do something else because yeah. I fucking hate Kevin James. <laughs> I, I also don't like Kevin James. I fucking hate Kevin James. Why he's, do you hate him? Because he's been coasting for so fucking long. Sure. The only thing I ever saw him in that was good was he did like this comedy special on Comedy Central. Oh, that forever ago. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And like, that was fine. Uh-huh. It was good. But like nowadays, he's just... Like, he, he's tried... They tr- like, people try to put him in like this uh, Chris Farley role where he's like... Oh, yeah, he's, like, the fat guy. Who does, but, like, physical comedy. Yeah, he does, comedy. like, physical, physical comedy. But, like, Kevin James is, like, he always has, like, this air about him where, like, he tries to, like, throw in that he's still cool, too. Yeah. And, like, it shows so badly mm-hmm. that I'm, like, I want to fucking punch him in the face all the time. <laughs> like, he's, like, one of those kids where he's, like, well, do it, but... I still think it's stupid. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, he, right off the bat, he, because the, the story is actually told in a, in a way that I didn't really hate at first, <laughs> where like, you see some action played out in the very first scene. And he's, like, busting through and, like, kicking a bunch of guys' ass. And then you realize, like, oh, this is just a story being written. Yeah. And it jumps back to him writing the story. And then he'll, like, delete some of it and go and rewrite it so you'll see it replayed in a different way. Yeah. And at first, you know you know what, not just at first, but I kind of liked that part. Like, that kind of storytelling. Yeah. Like, I thought that was interesting to do. Yeah. But it doesn't work with, like, I mean... Maybe it would work as a fictional character playing it out. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah, sure, this guy can't be in real life doing this stuff. But in a book, playing out, sure, yeah, that could work. Yeah. But I knew from the get-go that at the end, he's going to be doing this stuff. Yeah. Almost exactly from what he's previously written in a book. Oh, yeah. And I 
when they did, they made such a big deal about that part in a helicopter. Yeah, but how's that? They, I could just feel them patting themselves, patting themselves on the back too. It's like it's gonna come right back around, uh, and he's gonna be doing it at the end, and it's good. Oh my god, storytelling! I'm so good at it. <laughs> but if there was one, they, if, if I could give this movie any praise, I thought that was interesting the way they did the storytelling things and going back and cutting in and out of the action like that. And I thought some of the action was pretty well done in the movie. I thought some of the action was pretty well edited. Yes, it was a lot of fast cuts. A lot of fast cuts. And then the only times I ever laughed in this movie was when they stayed on Kevin James just enough to where he was running. Because he is slow as fuck. (laughs) There was a scene where he had to like run across the street and he was gassed. Oh my god. He waddles like fuck. <laughs> There's like fight scenes where like he has to run and then it's like in like it's like him trying to do action and also running and he's just like like he's like fucking like oh my god it's so bad. Yeah. And then he gets there and then it's like fucking hand movements and it's like he's like the fat like the fatter Steven Seagal. <laughs> Where it's, like, very up close, and he's using a lot of his hands. Sure. But I thought it was effective. Like, he's not doing anything that's, like, like, well, I'm going to say that, and I was... I was going to say he's not doing anything that's impossible, but then him trying to run looked like it was impossible for him. Yeah. But, like... I, I didn't hate some of the... Granted, I, I could tell that it was fastly cut together. Yeah. Doing fast cuts and all that stuff. But still, like, it was entertaining enough to keep, like... Alright, that was a decent action scene. Like, it's not any worse than, like, Jason Bourne movies. Because they it's did all that... worse than Jason Bourne movies. I don't know. Jason Bourne, they actually... The camera stays on the action. No, not in the first few movies they don't. They do that quick cut way up close shit. But it feels more real than this shit. Yeah. I mean, this... (laughs) Yeah. The one thing in this movie that I... From, like, maybe 20 minutes in, I couldn't gauge whether they're trying to play this serious or have it be a comedy. You know what I mean? I felt like it was a comedy that was failing from the get-go like it it, felt like a lot of guys that thought they were way funnier than they thought they were see i don't know if it was like that so much i i felt like it needed to pick a lane it needed to be either funnier or it needed to be more actiony like it needed to be one or the other yeah because i felt like it went right like rode that line where it was right down the middle where it wasn't really anything which made this movie not necessarily bad but just so mediocre that it's utterly forgettable dude i the thing that makes me so mad that we review this is that it it is that it's so middle of the road that i cannot think of shit to talk about for this fucking movie i know it's so goddamn terrible yeah and it's so middle of the road and and it sucks (laughs) yeah it's like there was anything like even if it was a bad movie i'd be like oh yeah this was a fucking amazing no because like Nobody in this is like gives a shit. Maybe Kevin right. James does, but Maybe. he fucking sucks regardless every fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> out of anybody I think that he <laughs> has the most to gain from it because he looks like a 
quote total badass. Even in it, the I fucking guess. oh, I wanted to punch him in the face when I saw like they had like that picture on Netflix where it's like him as a writer and him as like an action star and like in both pictures he's like I'm so fucking badass. Yeah, and like he spends the whole movie looking like a fucking turd. <laughs> And then yeah. until I get to a point where it's like, no, no, I'm, no, I'm a badass. I'm an action star. I gotta talk real fucking gravelly and be like, we gotta save this country. Oh yeah. Like, no, the way you've been selling yourself is just bullshit. Right. Like there's there there's definitely times where it feels like like it's forced whenever he acts like noble. Right. Because he is. This character's a legit piece of shit. A legit eh. piece of shit. No, he nah. is. Because no, he's not. it starts out where, like, the only th- ideas he's getting for his book are from this dude that he's meeting at this pool hall every night, every uh, week. Yeah. And he's, yeah. like, just copying all the shit that he's yeah. saying. So it's, like, it's not even his work. But then he, like, fucking... So he copies all this shit that he gets from this fucking guy who was an analyst. And then pr- prints out the book, and then every time like shit comes out where it's like, like oh well I, maybe I shouldn't do this, but, but money, I'm like, okay sure. <laughs> and then like every fucking and then like they try and like play him up as like oh I'm sympathetic at the end. No man, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're just a big fucking piece of shit. Who and who couldn't guess by the end of the movie that that old guy was the ghost. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. Like I don't, I don't see why that old guy would even save him, because he was literally all he was don't doing was using him for his fucking knowledge. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That was confusing, and not really well done. Yeah. Uh, not to speak about the movie so much, but just Kevin James in general. Like I heard, like in real life, he's just like a total. He's a dick. fucking piece of shit. I've heard. Um, like. It almost taints, like, everything that he's done. Because, like, I was a fan of King of Queens because I thought it had a pretty decent cast. Yeah. Like, because Jerry Stiller's in it. And I it was before I knew, like, Kevin James, like... Well, before he went out and did, like, a ton of other movies and stuff. He was just in this. Yeah. Like, King of Queens. And I thought it was okay. But then, like, since that, he's gone on and, like, I've just heard things where he, like, is a total asshole on set... And, like, even the new show that he's in now, and I can't remember what it's called, but, like, he got, like, the lead actress fired to get his co-star of King of Queens on the show? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Why? (laughs) You're, that is already over. Like, it's done. Nobody wants to see that anymore. If they do, they'll watch reruns of King of Queens. Yeah. He's, (sighs) yeah, I've heard he's just a piece of shit. Yeah. And I can't fucking stand him. Like, the shit he does in this... Like, he, I never laughed once at anything in this. I can't remember if I did or not. It's terrible. Yeah. And they play up so many things where, like, he's just trying to play the bumbling, like, oh, boy, look at me. (laughs) God. Like, if you're going to do that, fucking do a fucking kids movie or some shit. Uh Uh-huh. When he fucking, it's so, it's so bad. Yeah. I don't even know. I can't even know what to talk. I don't even know what to talk about because this fucking movie's so bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just. I want to bring up that uh, Netflix is in Venezuela, 
And Venezuela has condemned this movie because they spend a lot of time there in the movie and it totally makes their country look yeah. like a piece of shit. It looks like a third world country that's like easily <laughs> manipulated because they have a president that's like being controlled by the CIA. Right. And they make him look like a fucking idiot and then like people are like, Whoa, well, people... People in Venezuela will vote for them. They're a bunch of fucking idiots. Uh-huh. Like, I think that's a line in the fucking movie. <laughs> it might be. But yeah, so like Venezuela does not care for this. Probably, or Kevin James either at this point. Yeah. But yeah, that, so they totally condemned this film because it made their country look like a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, also, I kind of wanted to talk about because like I couldn't come up with much to talk about this either. Rather than it's just, like, meddling in middle of the road and just, yeah. like, forgettable. The only guy I really liked, um, the Russian guy. Yeah, he was kind of interesting. Yeah. I've seen him in a lot of stuff, and he's, for a guy that could be easily typecast, because I always see him as, like, the Russian gangster guy and shit. Uh-huh. Like, he still finds a way to, like, add shit to characters where it's, like, like, you want that extra route where you're like you're just not being like the Russian mobster or the Russian kingpin. Mm. You're like you you find like there's like there's ways where like they make him eccentric. Yeah. Yeah, I thought like he was okay. I don't think he was my favorite part, but I I don't know. He was it's my just... favorite part in this piece of shit. I, I couldn't <laughs> like I can't even like tell you what's my favorite part in this. Like I mean he was like the the shit they gave him to do was lackluster. But he he's like a fucking piece of white bread in a giant piece of shit. <laughs> and I'd rather eat the white bread than shit. <laughs> um, but instead of, like, talking about this movie, because I'm, I'm pretty much done talking about this movie. Yeah, I'm done. With, I don't know what the fuck to talk about. It's I wanted awful. to talk about, like, how <laughs> Netflix is, like, putting out... Like, these feature-length movies that are no good. And I kind of wanted to just go roundabout on that for well, a little bit. Well, there's still an audience for them, though. Yeah, but, like, they're so awful. Like, why are... They get... Oh, fuck. They get, like, critically panned. Yeah. All of these movies do, yeah. like, so far. Like, all these Adam Sandler movies, this movie... Like, a, I can't list a, all of them, but, like seems like all these Netflix movies are doing terribly. Like, what is one good Netflix movie? But they get the most views. Like, Which Ridiculous 6 got the most review, like, got some of the most views ever. Like, I'm pretty sure this might have got a shit ton of views when it came out, too. I don't know. It's just, it's what people watch. Like, not, because not a lot of people, on? not a lot of people are like us where we go out and, I'm going to make us sound like pretentious as fuck. But, like, not a lot of people, like, go out and, like, watch movies all the fucking time and, like, kind of, like, catch on to, like, tropes and shit. Yeah. Like, people will, will like, have Netflix as, like, a thing. Like, even as far as probably, like, oh, well, my son let me borrow this, so I'll (laughs) go through and see if there's anything in there. And then after, like, calling him for two hours trying to find out how to work the remote for it, (laughs) they'll stumble upon this where it's, like... Oh, he's from King of Queens. I love King of Queens. I'll watch that. <laughs> it's just as easy as that. Like, that's how most of America works in terms of viewing shit. Like, well, I don't it's know just if like, it's most of America works no, it like is. that. I think it is. I think it is. Like, the people I talk, like, in 
in a room full of people, I'll try and like drum up a conversation about like an interesting movie I saw, and they'll be like, "Who's in that now?" And then I'll break. I don't know them. I saw the latest Tom Cruise. That was pretty good. I mean, it was yeah. decent. It was. It was pretty. It was a pretty fun movie for a Tom Cruise movie. Sure. Like, God. Yeah. There's a whole world of things out there that are way more interesting. But unless you don't know, unless you don't see a familiar face, you're, there's a lot of people out there that could give a fuck about shit. Yeah. And I'm over familiar faces. It's like, I've been, there isn't a star out there now that I would go see every single one of their movies. Like, there's not like that yeah. movie star. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's ones where like, if, if I know that they're in it, I'm more interested. Yeah. But if like, unless based on the premise, I not super into it right like i i somebody i think it was like a crack podcast or something else something else maybe that brought this up that the like age of the movie star is over and while i don't necessarily agree with that completely like i couldn't like they brought up the fact that like what movie star is out there now that you would just go see because they're in it and I couldn't yeah. think of one person. Like, I don't care about any of that shit. But they're also asking that question to people that watch movies yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. Like, if you ask, like, the normal moviegoer that maybe goes to see one movie every two or three months. Mm-hmm. They're going to go and see somebody that, they're, that they're, they recognize. Sure. Where it's like, they, I think people like that almost kind of see movies as, like, visiting an old friend. Where it's like... Oh, yeah. I haven't seen a Brad Pitt movie in a long time. I'll go see that. Oh, yeah. Why that are you using this old Southern lady as <laughs> your examples? Because uh, that's how they come to me. <laughs> but I think that's what it is. Because I'll like I'll even talk to my parents. I'll talk to like older people and shit. Like, because like I love watching movies. So that's that's like a pretty big thing. And like when I'm when I like have a conversation with people, right. even and, like people in our age group are kind of like the same oh way. yeah like around here like <clears throat> i was like i think i brought up like a while ago that i was at a party with like people that were in our graduating class and i was like asking in a month that they're gonna go see like rogue one because that was gonna come out yeah and they're like what's that <laughs> like the new star wars movie like star wars like the biggest franchise ever yeah. oh, i've never heard of it <laughs> but i bet you could ask that same person like Who's this guy's batting average? And they would know it. Oh, like, yeah. Right off the... Like, who fucking cares Fuck about sports. any of that shit? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just can't... Anyway, I, I I just don't understand... I mean, I guess I understand. But, like, what kind of benefit is Netflix seeing from, like, these movies that are coming out? Sure, they get a lot of viewers, but, like, they don't get any more ad... Or they don't get any more revenue... Like, people are, who are watching this already have Netflix. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of getting more eyes on it. Like, if they see that... Like, I think they're almost kind of anticipating, like, people put their accounts out there to other people where it's like... Like... If, like, you're, like, a like a son and, like, your mom... Is, you just want to, like, be nice to your mom and be like, Hey, here's my Netflix account. And sure. then they just, like, out of nowhere, one day cycle through and see a fucking Kevin James movie. When when you're cycling through that, there's a shit ton of other things that pop up while you're doing that. Yeah. 
And so who knows what you might land on? Like maybe they land on something where it's like, oh, that looks interesting too. Maybe I should just get this for myself. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a matter of getting more eyes on the product in general, as opposed to actually making something worth human consumption. I guess. <laughs> like, I mean, I was, but I was like doing research on Netflix because like Netflix has been in the news like forever as of the, like the last few weeks. And, like, a lot of stats have come out. And, like, I just read a stat that more people have Netflix than have cable at this yeah. point. So, like, I, I can't see, like, your argument that, like, people don't know how to use it. Well, no. I, well, I, I, I'm i not saying that people don't know how to use it. But I'm saying, like, getting more eyes on the product in general. Like, if you see, like, just a normal person that's, like, a Adam Sandler fan. Like, well, I'm an Adam Sandler fan, but I don't know how many Adam Sandler movies I have. Like, well, we just signed a deal with Adam Sandler. Here's a bunch of Adam Sandler movies. All right, now I'll buy it. Yeah. Like, there's... People attach themselves more to names in that sense. Yeah. And I guess, like, the Adam Sandler thing was, I guess, smart for Netflix. Yeah. Because, like, the people it was gauging it to would have been, like, our demographic. Yeah. Who are, like, the people running... (laughs) <laughs> all media right oh, now yeah. and like media consumption anyway. Yeah. Yep. But I, I don't know, man. Like I, I just can't see why Netflix wastes their time. Like they invest in so many like good docs, like documentaries and oh, all yeah. that stuff. And like, there is an occasional good movie, like once in a while, like Ocho was good. Yeah. It's definitely different. And mm-hmm. it's not like something that like, a mass audience would like, I yeah. think. But it's like stuff like this, like what we're talking about today is just so blase <laughs> that like, it's just why waste your time making it even, I couldn't even find like a production budget for this when I was looking it up. Yeah. yeah it's just a fucking shit show, but I mean, it, it gets people it. I think it, it Strikes people's ire, like they see. I you can't Kevin James. tell me that this puts butts in seats. It does, Troy. If you fucking know <laughs> people, can't. if you know people, they will watch this shit. Ugh. My, ugh. like my parents will watch this shit. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I bet my. I know. I bet my. <laughs> I bet my dad would go out of his way to watch this shit because he knows. My brother has come up to me and has been like. Yeah, I fucking love watching King of Queens. King of Queens is awesome. I I bet you, hand over fist, he would see Kevin James in a movie and be like, Oh, yeah, I'm going my way to see that. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but like... <laughs> but that's just how... That's how people... That's how regular viewers look at things. Like, they're just like, uh, There's this movie... I it's never got like a, it's got an action premise to it, and it's got an actor that I like. That's two things that already catch my eye. Or I'm gonna go. I'm gonna check it out. I never thought I'd be so far removed from that group where I just oh, can't I even associate with that anymore. Oh yeah, like it's hard. It's <laughs> like, like how you're uh, you're more into it than I am. Like you, you and GHD are way more mm-hmm. advanced in like watching movies and all that shit. Than even myself. And like I feel like I can't keep up with you guys. But I feel like I am light years ahead of 
I guess, like, the mass consumption oh, yeah. audience. Well, that's because... Like, it blows my mind. I've gotten this because I'm... Like, I'll try and start conversations with people just based on off of movies that I saw. And I would say 70 to 80% of the time when I try and start conversations about movies that I'm actually interested in, they get... They just draw very blank yeah, stares. Yeah, they just start... They, they just glaze over. over and they don't fucking care. And then, like... So then they'll, like, try and counteract with, like, something they've seen, and it's always something where it's like, yeah, it's that new This Guy movie. And it's like, ugh. And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I never in my life want to see that. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that's just how normal viewers work. So, like, that's, like, this is, like, the bait for them to, like, actually, hey, we have this. Go check out Netflix. So then they go see that, and they're like, that was kind of fun. And then when they see that, then they go through, and then maybe they maybe something inter- interesting does catch their eye, and then that gets them hooked on it, and then actually go out of their way to actually buy the service as opposed to borrow from somebody else. Ugh. Oh, God. It's yeah, it's sad, but it's like this is this this same shit is how like a Transformers movie gets made every other year, yeah. or a fucking Fifty Shades. Yeah. Of gray gets made. It's just it's shit that people attach themselves to that they love that gets them to spend money so that they, these things can make shit that like people like us would want to see. Sure. That's how I that's how I started to see it from now on. Where like cuz I like that shit would beat me down too. I'm like why are they making so much bad shit? Yeah. But then it's like that bad shit makes money. For them to make good shit also. So I don't have to watch... Yeah, I get that. I don't have to watch the bad shit. I can just wait for them to use the money from the bad shit to make the good shit that I want to see in the long run. But then you get, like, years like this, where it seems like all that culminated, like, this summer. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. A ton of bad shit came out this summer. But that was this summer, though. There was a lot of shit... There was a lot of shit that came out, like, earlier this year that I was pretty into yeah 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 that, yeah we brought that up um last week i think yeah but i'm just like i don't know maybe i'm just like <laughs> like yeah so oversaturated there was like this last stuff two or three like... weeks where i was just kind of wondering like why isn't nobody putting anything out because like the block like the the box office was like low as fuck yeah like this past weekend been... it was like the lowest like the lowest labor day in like 18 years yeah the only thing that was out was, like, Inhumans that was new. Like, who gives a <laughs> shit about that? And I don't even know what else was still out. Like, anything that's... Yeah. Like, the Hitman's that, Bodyguard, I think, made, like, $20 million. That was, like, the number one Yeah, at the box office. And I hear that's just kind of, like, middle of the road, Yeah, like, too. it's just kind of, like, whatever. But, I mean, hey, like, people love Ryan Reynolds. People love Samuel L. Jackson. People will go to see that. It's a comedy, Ugh. it's an action movie, and it's got two people, it's got a person that we know is funny from Deadpool, and it's got a guy that's done some funny stuff, and a lot of action in the past, and Sam Jackson. Yeah. That's, that's how a lot of that shit works. <laughs> the only thing decent that would have been good to see has been out for months. Like, like Spider-Man Homecoming, I think it's still out in theaters. Yeah, I think it is. It's gotta be, but like, if you haven't seen that yet, like, you're not gonna go see it yeah. this weekend. Like, what do you? 
I don't know, man. But no, but that's the only reason why, like, the only reason I have, like, a DVD Netflix account still is because there is, like, a whole bunch of, uh, like, indie films out there that I just want to see. Because that's, like, the only things that really come out nowadays where it's, like... Anything different. Yeah. Like, I I cannot wait to see It Comes at Night. Yeah. I want to see that, too. Because it's... I heard, like, even, even if I, I heard, like, a few mixed things about it, I'm just like, it just seems like... Something different. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we wrap up this <laughs> sweet review that yeah. we have here? Um, also, the chick in uh, Assassin bullshit. Uh, she looks like she Botoxed the fuck out of herself. That was one of the issues I had. I was like, like of course, like, the <laughs> quote, I guess, love interest for this movie is, like, a super hot I'm so glad they didn't end up chick. together at the end, either. Yeah, me too. Like, I would if they would have kissed each other, I'd have been like, fuck Kevin James. <laughs> no one wants to fuck you, Kevin James. <laughs> they want to fuck your money. Yeah. If you get someone to fuck you. You're a horrible, horrible, not funny person that was put on a TV show... That convinced people you were funny, but now given your own devices, they find out you're a sad, pathetic, gross individual <laughs> who sucks at life. Paul Blart 3, coming soon. <laughs> uh, what would you grade the true memoirs of an international assassin? I was bored to death. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I did dishes during part of this. I put it on my I put it on my phone and put it in the corner and I would glance over if I was thought something was happening. Yeah. But beyond that, I I think I fell asleep. I almost fell asleep when I was trying to watch it by itself. <laughs> and then I realized the I had to get is, shit done. This movie is only an hour and a half long. It like felt like three hours. It felt like it took forever. Yeah. It's ninety eight minutes. That's yeah. it. And I was like, I. I felt like I sat through two and a half hours. And I feel like a movie like this, like, if given... Like, I feel like this movie should have been done maybe more serious. Or, like, more of, like, the... Like, in the sense of, like, the man who knew too little. Okay. Kind of. Where, like, I like the idea of him being this writer that's so thorough that he goes very in-depth. And then that makes... that. It doesn't make him fully prepared for the situation, uh-huh. but it gives him certain skills here and there where it throws people back, and that's yeah. what gives him the edge over people. Right. Like, certain glimpses of that were interesting, but this movie didn't know what it had. It was just a fucking, we got Kevin James, here's a roundabout script, let's do this fucking bullshit fucking movie and hope that it works out in the long run. If it was done more serious, where it's like a guy who gets into it and feels like he has control of it because he's been exposed to it for so long through his writing, mm-hmm. and then slowly realizes throughout that he has no he has no idea what he's got himself into. Right. That would be more interesting. Yeah. Or like a man who knew too little scenario where it's like a guy just kind of uh, naively wandering through this situation where people are just like, this guy's good. But he, he even he's he's just bumbling. Yeah, he's it. it's like a Mr. Magoo scenario. <laughs> like that would have been cool too. But I feel like Kevin James would not allow that. Like he needs to both be, be the co- be the yeah be the comedic fucking element, but also be the badass in the end. And it doesn't work for this. It, it's a fucking sloppy piece of shit. Yeah. And 
when it wasn't I don't know. It was just boring. I fucking hate it. It's a fucking F. Fuck this. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I I have even like a hard time even giving it a grade. Because like I don't feel like it's an F. Like there are parts of it like that I thought were well done. But like it's just so forgettable. Yeah. I don't know. D. A D. Like not great. But you won't remember this in like a day. Like, I'll, I'd give a D to like a movie that was so terrible that I laughed at least. This didn't make me laugh. Yeah. Even were... like the the shit they do that's bad. Like they try so hard to not make it bad where it's like, well, now you're just fucking killing it. <laughs> but I never felt like any point in this movie where it was just like bad that I was like offended. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, that is really bad. Like I wasn't never like that. I was just like so... I don't know. Just like on the couch with my face on my fist. Uh, I don't know. Like, like, it was just a movie. I'll give credit to a movie that makes me feel something at least. I felt nothing during this. Right. I felt like I couldn't have watched this and I still would have been able to review this with you. <laughs> that would be a, that would be something. I've yeah. actually had. I would have like read. I was. I should have just read the synopsis and walked in and be like, "Yep, saw it." <laughs> I've actually thought about doing that, like, someday. Like, if I can't end up getting to it, just like, yeah, I saw it, and see if I can fake my way through it. It's... Yeah. Anyway, this movie's no good. Don't go out of your way to see it. Please. Don't watch Don't. It. It's fucking awful. Uh, and I'm I'm totally using this over your head someday. That's fine. I'm gonna find some crazy fucked up shit. You know what? I feel like we have to be even on something at, at this point. No. Right? No. I, I got one up on you, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking make you review something that's really fucked up. All right. That's fine. <laughs> fine. Uh, next week, though, we've got something great. We tried to pull it out for this week. Yeah. How work. this came about was I, the first thing when I was like, when I got the idea of doing spy movies, I like looked into like just like spy movies in general, and like this is one of the first things that popped up, and I was like, Oh, fuck. Yes. <laughs> this is probably, like, I even, like, told Troy when I saw that this popped up. This is this was, like, my Crocodile Dundee. Uh-huh. Where when I was a kid, this popped up on HBO so many times where I feel like I've watched this at least 30 times. And it's so goddamn good. And I it's, like, one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's most underrated films ever. <laughs> The James Cameron classic. Yes. True Lies. Yes. I have actually never seen True Lies all the way through. Oh, you are in for a fucking treat. I've only seen like the last five or ten minutes of the movie ever. Really? Yeah. Only the last five to ten minutes? Yeah. Oh my god! I've only, like, I've seen the point where they're on the Harrier jet. Like, at the very end. Yes! You're fired. That's it. That's the only part I've ever seen of this movie. Troy, you are gonna have so much fun. Well, I fucking hope so. It's, 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 it's a long, it's long. Sure. It's two hours and twenty minutes. If it keeps going, though. But, it is so fucking good. The action scenes in this are out of control. (laughs) Great. He chases a guy on a motorcycle with a horse. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I'm into it. I like it. 
And Jamie Lee Curtis does a strip tease at one point. I knew that happened in it. Oh, my God. All right. Next week, True Tia, Lies. Tia Carrera at her hottest is in this. Oh, my God. Eliza Dushku was a teenager. What? <laughs> this is blowing all my Dude, minds. it is fantastic. Even Tom Arnold's in it, and he's not, like, annoying. Great. I love it. Bill Paxson is a sleazy <laughs> used car dealer. <laughs> I dig it. I I want to go home and watch it right now, but I don't have it yet. Ugh. I want to watch it so bad. Uh, True Lies. Find a way to watch it, because it is so goddamn good. Good deal. Uh, well, besides... Uh, Wanting to watch True Lies, is there anything that you have been watching this last week? Well, uh, I did see Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about maybe reviewing it this week. Mm-hmm. Almost kind of wish we did compared to this bullshit. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 one of those movies where like it's bad, sure. But like the if like somebody was like. Yeah, but the fucking, like, the anime is really good. I, I would be like, I can see that. Because there's so much shit in this movie where, like, the minute they start catching my interest, they go and do, like, a really shitty action scene. Uh, like, there's a lot they, they, they could have played with yeah. in this. And, um, yeah, and the action's just fucking terrible. Like, it's either super slow motion or very, very wire- Work. Uh, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, and man, I just, I don't know. It, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's kind of just like this, where it's like, un, it's, it's, it's kind of forgettable. Like, yeah. there's some visual stuff that's cool. Like, I like how they design the 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 city that they're in, but yeah, like everything that they kind of hint at, we were like, oh shit, I hope they go more into that. They never really do. Ugh. Well, that sucks. Yeah, but it it yeah, it's whatever. It, that that's Ghost in the Shell. Fuck it. I think my mom saw it and she was like, "He was definitely different." <laughs> I was like, "Great review, mom." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's just the, everything that I wanted to go more into, they never really did. So it was just kind of it was disappointing. All right. But uh, a movie that I did kind of like actually. Okay. Is uh. Uh, I only rented this because I was really interested in John Cena's performance. That movie, The Wall. Okay. With uh, it was it with uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and John Cena. Yeah. Where they play uh, two Marines that are kind of called to this uh, like this pipeline construction site because like a guy just like showed up and just like snipered a whole bunch of the workers. Uh huh. So they're like stationed out there for like three days, and they're like, "Okay, this guy's gone. Let's just go fucking check it out." And like, so like. John Cena goes down to check it out and he gets fucking shot like the first time he goes down there. And then the guy who's sniping him like finds his way into like uh Aaron Taylor Johnson's uh comms and mm-hmm. is just like toying with him the whole time. Mm-hmm. And like he got shot in the leg so he's kind of like fucked. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really good. Yeah, it looked pretty gripping. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a very bare bones film like it's just set in that one scenario but it's yeah I, I just fucking love movies like that though like, like little bottle films yeah like bottle films like that like even like ones where it's very minimalized but they still find ways to make 
the action is super interesting. Like, uh, that Ryan Reynolds movie Buried is like that. Uh-huh. And, uh, the, the, there's a fucking movie but with, uh, um, God damn it, what's his name? <sighs> Who played Bane? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, that's right. I know this is a Tom. <laughs> I wanted to say Tom Holland, and I was like, that's not him. <laughs> but, yeah, Tom Hardy is in this movie called Locke. Where it's just him in a car talking on the phone for an hour and a half. And it's really fucking good. Really? I've never yeah. heard of that movie. It's really good. It's about this it's just about this guy who um he like works at a construction site and he's like uh, he has a family and he just found out that he had like a brief affair with this woman and she got pregnant. So like in a in a night he's leaving from his work to this hospital to make sure to like see this woman give birth to like his child and like the whole time he's driving down there people are calling him being like where are you what have you done and he's like he's a very noble man so he just tells him the truth and it's fucking his entire life up (laughs) oh shit and it's really fucking good oh man like yeah like his wife is calling him his work is calling him and they're all just being like Look, man, you're turning our back on us. We're gonna have to just fuck you. We're just, like his work's firing him. His wife is trying to divorce him over the phone. His kids are asking where he's at, and he's like, he's doing like what he sees is the right thing, and in the in a sense, it is the right thing. But you're watching him fuck his life up for doing the right thing. It's so good. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and it's just him in a car on a phone the whole time. <laughs> I love it. It's really good. <laughs> Check that out. But yeah, so but yeah, but that the this movie The Wall kind of reminded me of that where a, a very large segment of it is just Aaron Taylor Johnson laying a, like leaning against this wall on the comms with this guy. And like there's like scenes here and there where like things will pick up on the audio where like he's starting to gauge cuz he has like binoculars, so he's trying to gauge where he is. Uh-huh. So like things will pick up on the audio where like he'll use the binoculars and then try and gauge where he is. So, like, they'll do shit like that where it's really interesting. And, like, I don't know. It was just all around, it was a really fun film. Right on. I liked it. How was John Cena's performance? Uh, not to spoil it, but he's not in it that long. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it was decent. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'd like to see him in some more serious stuff. Okay. Isn't he, like, supposed to be in something else? He's supposed to be in a Bumblebee movie. <laughs> Apparently, he's rumored also to be cast as uh, Shazam as well in the Shaz- in the Shazam movie. <laughs> Mother, <laughs> Shazam! But uh, but yeah, that and uh, me and Molly uh, watched uh, Friends from College. Oh yeah, that Netflix series, and I like it. We finished the first season, and uh, the way I describe it, it, it's like if it's always sunny in Philadelphia was more grounded in real life and it showed how what they do fucks up their relationships and their lives around them. Yeah. I think, uh, I also heard it kind of described as that way as well. Uh, Chelsea said she really liked it. She wants me to, cause she watched the whole thing and I only saw, yeah. I think like the first episode and then she went and just watched the whole thing and I haven't gotten around to it, but I kind of, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things that's like, I'll probably always say, yeah, I'll get to it and never get to it. Oh, yeah. And I won't blame you for it, but <laughs> it's uh, 
But no, I I liked it a lot. It it's I've seen people like this too, where it's like this this group of people where like outside of the group, like they're perfectly upstanding citizens, like they are like faithful to their family, like they work a really good job, like they're just all around good people. But the minute they get around this group of people, like they turn to something else that just fucks their lives up completely. <laughs> and it's like in the beginning, like there's things that you're like laughing at where I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny. And then by the end, it's like, man, you are a pathetic person. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like the <coughs> things these people do to each other and like do to like the world around them to like maintain like this feeling of being like a college student uh-huh. is just sad. <laughs> oh boy. But it's, it's fun to watch. <laughs> Good deal. Anything else? That That's it. Uh, I just finished watching Ozark as you were pulling up. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, really good. Yeah. It is. It's really good. Not so fun to watch all the time. Yeah. But, uh, a lot of twists. Yeah. Like I still say that it's very breaking bad ish. Yeah. But it's like if Breaking Bad, like if Walter White just said he was a piece of shit right away. Yeah. And yeah. goes right from there and starts. Mm-hmm. But like, I I really enjoyed it. And I think it's up for a season two. Yeah. Yep. I think they're making a season two for it. Um, I'm totally into it. I really like this series oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's so good. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't, I don't know much to say. It like... This is the kind of like stuff that Netflix produces that it's like, why can't you do this with like your <laughs> movies? You can make a ten hour movie, yeah, like amazing, yeah. but you can't make a good two and a half hour jaunt <laughs> or a ninety eight minute jaunt. I don't know, but yeah, really good. Jason yeah. Bateman's amazing in this. Oh, I know, like the things that they had, like they put him in where it's like it, you have no idea I was gonna get out of it, and then like in the end, like. It's a scenario where you're like, oh, fuck, of course. Right. You know what's great? Like, Jason Bateman plays the same character in everything that he's in. Yeah. But it's his surrounding characters that make it either a comedy, drama, or whatever. Because, <laughs> like, he talks to people in this like he would in Arrested Development. Yeah. And, like, because it's not Job. Yeah. And it's like... And least... because it's not people trying to kill him. <laughs> then it's just, like, completely different. Yeah. And it completely works. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um. Shit. What's her name? The chick that plays his wife is really fucking uh, good in this too. Uh, Linny, Laura Linny. Yeah, Laura Linny is really good in this. Yeah. I, and I like like the dynamic of them, where it's like if this didn't happen, like they would be divorced and like trying right. to figure out like who gets the kids what day. Yeah. But because this happened, like they're making this work. Right. And it's like, they're not making it work, though. Like, in, in some senses, they, they do things to, like, spite each other every once in a while. Right. Where, like, every once in a while, like, they'll do things where it's like, oh, they're getting closer together. And then one of them will do something where it's like, nope, they still hate each other. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this It's great. And the kids are great in it. Like, the actors yeah. are pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love it. I'll recommend it to anyone. Oh, it's really fucking good. Yeah. Uh... Also, I read, uh, I finished New Frontier. Really good. I think I might have said that last week. But I also went on to uh, read Hellboy in Hell. 
which is the sequel to the original Hellboy series. Okay. Where, uh, spoilers, Hellboy dies at the end, and he goes to hell, and now it's his adventures in hell. And it's interesting, because he's like, even though he might have died, he still has like these weird other adventures going on. And I'm and I'm into it so far. I've read. There's only two books of it, and I've read the first one. And I'm I'm gonna read the second one tomorrow morning because we're doing some Imperious Rexes tomorrow night. Oh shit! In which Hellboy in Hell is one of them, and I need to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so much homework. I know. Jesus. Also, uh, this last weekend. I was out visiting some friends, and Hangover 3 was on, and I saw the whole thing. Troy, why? I don't know. I warned you. I It was like a thing where it was like they picked what was on, <sighs> just to have it be in the background, and I just sat and watched the whole thing. I'm, I'm sorry. And it's like one a, of those... you need a hug? <laughs> I don't need a hug, but it's just like, it was like... It was like this movie that we reviewed tonight. Yeah. Where it's just like so blah. Like, it had to do a lot more to do with like Chen character. Yeah. My parents made me watch that with them in the theaters. Ugh. It is no good. Yeah. Imagine watching that in a dark room <laughs> with a big fucking screen. With your parents. With my parents. <laughs> I, uh,. The only praise I can give it is that it wasn't the same as the first two Hangover movies. Because one and two <laughs> are exactly crazy. the same. Yeah. And the third one took a dramatic departure from it. But... It, in the worst way In the possible. worst way. If... Okay. But this... Like, Todd Phillips is supposed to be directing... Uh, shit. What would we say it was going to be? Joker. Joker. Hangover 3... I thought, because I had that in my mind. I knew that the, the director of this is up to direct this Joker movie. Yeah. So I paid attention to how it was shot. Yeah. It's shot fairly well. Yeah. So, like, that look, I think, would be okay if Scorsese was producing it. And, like, they kind of intermingled. Like, I kind of need to be this kind of look. Uh-oh. I think Todd Phillips may be able to deliver. Bringing you on board, Troy. More so, <laughs> but I still don't need to see the movie. But if it were to happen and all of these people stayed on board, yeah, I felt like it could at least look the part. Yeah. Whether it delivered screenplay-wise, no idea. Probably not. But that's it. Hangover 3 happened, and those are my only notes about it. It did happen. <laughs> Uh, well, JT, if people want to sympathize with you with seeing movie with their parents, where can they do that? <laughs> they can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also Bucky for everyone on Instagram and Hey, why not? Also Bucky for everyone on Instagram. Troy. What about Snapchat? Snapchat too. <laughs> I love Instagram. <laughs> no, I barely use I th- it. I think I've <laughs> used like the last time I used Instagram was like six months ago. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, not good. You can find me. It's not anything. Who cares? We don't use Instagram. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. All those Instagram ites. <laughs> what do you call? Yeah, Instagrammies. 
Yeah, you can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. Uh, you can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well, where uh, I've been trying to post funny or interesting articles uh, on there. <laughs> you can also find us <laughs> at yes. Facebook.com slash Review Review Pod. Uh, you can find us also on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and review reviewpod.podbean.com, which are uploading all of our new episodes from there. And you know what? If you are using iTunes, uh, you can rate and comment there if you wish. Because if you like the show, a rate and a comment helps more people find the show as well. If you have something long form to say, you can do so at reviewreviewpod review, review at gmail.com. Yes. Never got any word on what Australian listeners thought about uh, Crocodile Dundee. Well, I don't, well, it debuted in Australia, so maybe maybe they're fond. Maybe. Maybe they're over it. <clears throat> yeah. Just get him out of here. I mean, Go ahead and t- take Paul Hogan. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Well, that's it. Next week, True Lies, JT. Your pick. Oh, Troy, you will be very, very happy. Great. I'm glad. It is so good. I'm glad. It's so goddamn good. I know last episode we we thought we were going to do the Russian Guardians, but apparently it's not out I don't yet. Know. I'll keep an eye out and see whenever it comes out, but I do not know when. I think a Russian version is out right now that's not dubbed. Yeah. I kind of want to see the dubbed version of it. I don't want to see yeah. a shoddy subtitled version. Yeah. Give me a dub. Give me that dub. Give me that dub. I think that I thought I saw that comes out maybe in December. So who knows? Maybe it will happen. Maybe it won't. Who cares? Scroll that shit. We're watching True Lies <laughs> next True week, bitch. True Lies, baby. And then we got uh, another open week for suggestions yeah. for a spy or Let us know. Movie. What what spy movies do you want us to see? I got a few ideas. Okay. If nobody comes through. Yeah. All right. I'm into it. And then the last week of the month, Kingsman 2. Kingsman the Golden 2. Circle. Golden Circle. So we at September all mapped out, except oh, for yeah. week three. If you have any suggestions, yeah, send Let us our us way. No, yes, uh, but until then, where we do true lies, I've been Troy to the max extreme. I am GT3K, and we are off. <laughs>